Hi everyone, my name is Cole McGee. I am the youth pastor at Redemption Church in Olathe, Kansas, and coronavirus is running amok outside, and we have been figuring out how to do youth ministry when we can't really uh, be around each other. So uh, we started this podcast, we started it a while back, and we have three different shows going. Three different shows. There's the ordinary show where we sit down and talk with other students about some nonsense. Questions like, is Dora really an explorer if she only traverses mapped territories? which is a great question. And we talked about it for about 15 minutes. Uh, Two, we are doing a podcast on the Jordan documentary where me and three other students are talking about the Jordan documentary, which has been fantastic. Uh, And then last one is this this new one, which we've, this is our third episode. Uh, It is the alumni pod. And I am talking to Lucas Hill, graduate of, uh, Redemption Church, and he will explain where what high school he's from. But um, Lucas, welcome. I'm glad you're here. Thank you for having me. It's a it's an honor. Uh, yeah, it, is it an honor? Is it? We'll see. I, mean, I guess we'll find so. out. I feel like yeah, with we'll quarantine, everyone's got to try to get on a podcast. Like it's like one of those checklist things. Like it's shave true. Your, shave your head, get a puppy, do a podcast. It's like a <sighs> like a scavenger hunt almost. Get a puppy. Yes, this is true. All right, Lucas, uh, introduce yourself. Where Where are you from? Where Where did you graduate from? When you went in after high school, uh, you were majoring in what? Did you stick with it? And uh, where are you now? Gotcha. All right. What's going on, guys? My name is Lucas Hill. Hopefully, some of you might know my face. Maybe not. Probably not. Um, I'm from Overland Park, Kansas. Um, I graduated four years ago from St. Thomas Aquinas High School, and I went to Case Kansas State University, where I studied. Well, actually, I just graduated this Monday, finished up my finals, and I'm officially done with school for potentially ever, which is weird right now. Um, but I studied mechanical engineering, um, and I actually stuck with it all four years. I feel like that's like a uncommon thing. What is it? Isn't like the number like you switch your major two or three times? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't even choose. Oh, I, that's, that's not true. I didn't choose a major freshman year. I picked one sophomore year and then flipped it the beginning of my senior year to something else. <laughs> I feel like there's a lot of people that change majors. I I feel like the what I've learned is that people change majors, but not like they go from some veterinarian to nuclear physicist. Like they'll do engineering and they'll start out in mechanical and then they'll switch over to like civil or structural or industrial that counts as us like a big, um, change in major, but really the classes don't change that much until ju- about junior year. Same yeah. with like pre-med people will be like, Oh, I want to be a, um, like a therapist or a physical therapist. And then they'll change to a nurse. And while the classes don't change, that's count. That counts as one of those two to three major changes, which finally I figured out like two weeks ago, it only took me four years to understand. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. I, I do think they build that in though. They, they build that in. They kind of know students are going to flip majors. So, you know, you get all your core stuff out of the way and, and, and some of your basic level stuff that can flip over to any kind of different major. Oh yeah, absolutely. It's just something you kind of realize once you're in there. And at the time you're like, I don't want to switch majors. I want to stick with it. Oh man, that, that is a lot of anxiety. I remember thinking you have to have it all figured out and realizing, oh, oh my goodness, you don't have to have anything figured out. No way. College is, that's one of the big things I think I learned. I mean, 
again, I'm kind of the exception because I'm a math and science like super nerd. So I was like, oh, build stuff, engineering, Legos, whatever. Perfect. Like that's what I want to do. I can figure it out in between there. I wasn't thinking like, oh, I might want to write a book. Mm, I don't know. I kind of want to be a brain surgeon. Like that wasn't like on my radar. But yeah, college will allows you to change stuff up. You pretty much get to like pick what you want to do in college, and they if you're not certain, that's okay. Yeah. Like, oh yeah. If you had a undeclared. Time, you know, it's a beautiful thing. It's so cool. Which high school? Right. Like that. Yeah, I do too. I do too. Keep going though. Keep going. You said, so you stuck with engineering. You yes, just graduated. I, I just now, like, what are you going to, what are you going to do? Like what's, what's the plan? Um, well, in a perfect world, I was going to be your stereotypical college kid postgraduate and try to travel somewhere. Yeah. Probably not the best time right now, all things considered. Or maybe the best time. Maybe the best time. Weirdly enough, I got a text from my friend today that flights to Las Vegas are $60 round trip. Oh my goodness. Not a gambler, and that place like, seems like the opposite of me, but a, a, I like a good deal, man. I like a good deal, whatever it is. <laughs> I don't know. It doesn't have to be of anything that I ever need, but man, if it's like. Well, there's. Eight, you might want to go. There's a good chance that Vegas in about a year is just going to be a hole in the ground because no one is going to be going there. It's, that hey, place is a, I want to go there when the, when the Chiefs play the Raiders. I'm trying to go to that. Talk. Go to that spaceship stadium. And just that kind of weird. do everything or just kind of visit that place. I think that would be fun. Watch the Raiders lose again. That would be fun. That would be fun. Um, so yeah. you, you graduate, you're going to, you're going to go travel. <coughs> Excuse me. And so then you are going to, you said to me, um, you have, you, you have a house there in Manhattan? Yes. So I lived, so for two and a half years, I lived in a fraternity house with 70 other guys, which is the best time of my life not even close to anything then for a semester the fall the spring of my junior year i actually went abroad so i went to the czech republic in a city called prague and did my favorite something. city in the entire world it wow mind-blowing it was um yeah i went with seven other three of my best friends <laughs> seven other k-staters that so we all kind of it wasn't just like i'm solo on my own in Europe doing my thing. No, I had my yeah. group of people I went to lunch with and every and did classes with. Um it was that might have been the the next best part of my life ever. Oh my goodness, yeah. it was incredible. Yeah. But then this last year I lived in a house with four other roommates and a very shedding hairy dog. Yeah. Buster. But it was Buster. oh great guy. Great great dog I should say. <laughs> great guy. Uh, but yeah it's I kind of bounced around, um, didn't do one. I think the Europe, the study abroad thing was the big, like, all right, let's just go. Cause it really was, we showed up one day to our, well, this is going to sound nerdy, showed up one day to our thermodynamics class and we were talking about it for like a couple of weeks. I don't really know what was in the air or what like we had for breakfast that day, but when we all sat down, um, like my three best friends in that class, we all sat down we're like, let's just go. Like we signed the papers and put it in the, sent it to our, um, dean of administration to like sign off and got accepted like all in like three hours like I, it was weird it was like i woke up that morning and then by lunchtime i was like all right i'm going to europe in two months i feel as though a lot of decisions you make in life are kind of like that though you 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 oh know I, I i read a thing about malcolm gladwell said this one time he said you collect data you collect data you collect data 
And then at the end of the day, you make a gut decision. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, you really do. I also think some of the best memories I've ever had in call or just life, I did it without thinking about it. I just said yes and figured out like the details later because that it all ultimately was more fun. Just like, like for instance, this, I had a group of guys this year that were going down to the K state away game in Austin, Texas to play the Longhorns. Hmm. They kind of planned the whole thing and someone backed out last minute and I'm friends with them, but I wasn't like, I'm not BFS with these guys. I mean, I'll say hi to them if I walk by them or whatnot, but they weren't definitely like, they definitely weren't like my BFFs, but they randomly just said in a group message, like, Hey, we have an extra spot if anyone's interested. And then someone personally texted me, Hey, we, you want to come? Like we're just kind of shot in the dark. And I was like, okay. So within eight hours I packed a bag and I'm driving at 3 a.m. to go to Texas yeah. On well, Friday, I'm like, what am I doing? That's, like, that's the dream. Yeah. And it was like incredibly so much fun because I had no yeah. idea what I was doing. I mean, luckily, I mean, this is also the engineering side of me. I had my homework already figured out, so I wasn't worried about school, <laughs> of course. But it was Check. just kind of like this gut feeling of like, I don't know where we're going exactly. I don't know where we're staying. I don't even know if I brought a toothbrush or all enough clothes. Yeah. But it was just so much fun exploring a city with people and just doing something like just something totally random that I normally never do. It's funny you say that. Cause I think that that ultimately is, I mean, we talked about this a little bit before we got on, but that's ultimately what I hope students, high school students see about college that teen, you know, I, for whatever reason, I, I don't even know really why I have, I have theories as to why it could be parents. It could be, you know, youth pastors. It can be teachers there's so much anxiety around the transition from high school to college. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, is that they try, everyone's trying to tell you, everyone tries to use that, that transition in some ways as leverage to, you know, do your homework and, you know, get involved in stuff and build your resume. And all that is very true. Like that's really good. It's important stuff to do, mm -hmm. but the, the cost of, of leveraging, you know, college for those purposes is, it creates this crazy amount of anxiety. And the reality is, is that, that you don't really know what post high school life is going to be like, whether you go to college or whether you just go out into the work and you just start working. Like you just don't right. know what leaving high school is going to do because your high school world is so in some ways manufactured for you. It's like, here's all your relationships. Right. You go to the same school every single day. This is just like this, your world explodes open and the mm -hmm. posture I think that I see that people who thrive post high school, the posture they have is just like you said with Texas, I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know where I'm going here, but I have, I have my friends and I, I, I trust I can feel, I can figure this out and we're going to have a lot of fun. It's going to be a kind of adventure. Oh and yeah. That is, that is the posture I see where students really thrive post high school. They see their life as an adventure. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? No, absolutely. I think um, kind of like along those lines, I always felt – I didn't realize this until later, obviously, because you don't realize it. But high school – like the real world does not work like high school does. The real world works like college does, like societally. Why? Like, when, like in high school, you try to fit into a group because those are the only groups available and there's not other options really. I mean there's limited options. You try hard to do these things. You try to impress people. You try to do whatever. You're like always focusing on others. And the second you get to college, or at least for me, you don't really have to do that. Like I remember thinking senior year of high school, 
always was like, um, I don't know what it was, but I was always trying to like do something to be not like the popular kid, but like, I don't know, make someone laugh, do something funny. I don't know. Just kind of get attention towards me or try yeah. to like find that group. Um, because in find high school, the group, man, you you said those, it. that's it. You try to find your group. And in high school you have, I mean, just for conversation's sake, you have five groups just to like pick from because you're in high school. That's your whole world. When you yeah. get to college, you won't believe how many people are there are in the world because you could find a group to do anything. You yep. want to you want to play video games but also be in the band or choir. There's a hundred There is a there are band gamers. You want to play golf but also strictly love like the Beatles, you'll find 20 kids who are the exact same way. It's so weird because now you have more options. And then you start focusing on yourself and not trying to do others. And that's the kind of when you're like, oh, okay, I want to do this. I can find other people that want to do this. I mean, it's not easy because you're, you're trying to find, like you're trying to get your feet on the ground. And I definitely wasn't the kid that was like, oh, I can go off on my own and do whatever. Absolutely not. I remember vividly, I think it was like towards the end of high school. I was, I was just for a little background. I was, um, you know, I was a smart kid, did all my homework. I was, the way I always put it is I was like, I could sit at any lunch table, but like I couldn't hang out with a ton of people after school. Like I was socially fine around people, but like I just kind of kept to myself. I did my thing, hung out with my three or four friends. Um, and I remember thinking, played video games and, you know, did the sports, did all the basic stuff. And then I remember thinking like, dude, in college, I want to do like, I want to be more out there. I don't know why, but in my head, I was like, I want to be more socially outgoing just because I don't yeah. know. Maybe I got tired of those same three friends and they probably got tired of me because we did everything. Together. Yeah, sure. But then I got to college and I was like, all right, I don't really know how to be the social outgoing guy, but let's give it a shot. And I definitely failed a couple times, like trying to make a joke in class or trying to talk to some random group of people. But <laughs> I mean, you figure it out pretty quickly. And what I realized is people don't like remember you for like, Oh, that was a weird first interaction. No, people don't care about that. It's yeah. always like, a, oh, he, that was actually kind of cool. Like he's doing this or whatever stupid joke I'm doing or whatever yeah. it is. There are people that will like, not like flock to you, but they're like, oh, I like him. We should hang out with him more. And so yeah. that was a big thing jumping from high school to college. I was like, oh, I don't have to impress anyone. I do something that makes me happy and people will also enjoy it. Yeah, I was talking to uh, – Last week, last week's episode is, uh, was Elena Thompson. Okay. And she, she was saying that her, she, she was saying that in high school, you don't really have, you have the, you hang out with people, but really you're just kind of orbiting around <clears throat> common interests. Oh yeah. In some way you're like, kind of like, oh, we both play, oh, for, like we both play lacrosse. Mm -hmm. uh, totally. And so like you're friends because yeah. you both play lacrosse. And then there is this weird thing where you go off to school and you meet people and you, be, they be, people become, you start, you have these actually, you have these deeper conversations and yeah. people are a little more open and honest about their life and about, you know, like high school and the mistakes they made or like stuff they did or, or uh, the hopes and dreams they have going forward or the, they start to think about some really deep stuff and you begin to not have just these friend groups around interests Mm -hmm. Which of course you do, like you have to have in some ways similar interests, but right. they actually, you actually have, um, like it, it starts to be a community of people that you really, really get to know. Like you really, really deep, you kind of, 
they know and also they know you they kind of know all your all your weirdness right oh yeah and well in high school you hide it because all you want to do is belong and you just keep talking about the interest Mm -hmm. in college it's a little more it's different you you have your interest initially but then it's like tell me about yourself i don't know if that makes sense does that make sense it definitely i think me and elena actually talked about this once at church i think um i totally agree with that and what i think it is is um in high school, like that your that's your world, and because it's such a smaller number of people, like you can be the most popular kid at Aquinas. Like people will know who you are. People will like know of you in that world, right? There's not a most popular kid at K State. Yes, that's this is exactly hockey. what you said. This There's no exactly like social ranking. You're not ranking There's yourself. No hierarchy. There's no, no hierarchy no. of yeah. You just do a, you just do something that you think would be interesting or fun, and other people will do the same thing. Not to get popular, or whatever, because you can't be popular in college you're unless not- you're like less the quarterback at K State, and then it's like you're so kind of popular, no one talks to you. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but also, oh my goodness, the amount of interactions I've had with like K State basketball players or football players or athletes. Like they're in their yeah, own just, world. They don't do school normally. Like you don't go to school eight to three, go to practice and then oh, go yeah. home. No, they are taking like summer classes to, so they can work out through the entire day. Like you never see them. Yeah. They're very, you, that's a weird life. You walk by like Dean Wade last year. Um, like when obviously right after we beat Kentucky that, or I guess two years ago we beat Kentucky. I walked by yeah. him one. I was like, dang, you're tall. Um, then I was like, then I like, you'll just chat with them thinking like, oh, he's some super uh, like all-star person at K-State. He's so quiet. He's kind of to yeah. himself. Yeah. But yeah. I, it, their world is weird, man. It actually is. When people talk about like athletes not getting paid, like they shouldn't get paid because they're going mm-hmm. to school. I'm like, I don't think you understand what their life is like. They mm-hmm. literally, all they do is work out, work out, work out, work out for the school. Right. Like it's for the school. I mean, it's for them too, but like Dean Wade's going to maybe get a chance at the pros, but he's not going to, you know. He's yeah. gonna... Anyways, sorry. Side no, note. No, I think uh, it's because there's no hierarchy. No, yeah. I, I could talk about basketball forever, so we got to yeah, change. Yeah. Um, I think it's because there's no hierarchy in college. People drop the, like you said, common interest. You just orbit around the same things, trying to like, I don't know, make your group in the spotlight or have like at when you go to lunch, you want people to talk about something you were at over the weekend. That doesn't happen in college no. like you, you have lunch with your friends at what at whatever time is available because you have class or homework or other stuff yep. you're not talking about what crazy thing your buddy did last weekend and how cool it was i mean you could but like you'd be like awesome do you know what i did and you talk about yourself. Yeah. not like there's a topic or whatever right yeah it's very weird it's just it's a very it's an interesting um transition Okay, so we kind of talked about the first question already. So I want to move into the last four. Okay. Uh, we've been asking these to um, – I've been asking these to people. and uh, it, We talk a lot in youth group about how you know, we as human beings are kind of – we are interconnected in four different directions. One, we're connected to God. We're connected to other people. We have this strange connection with ourself. Like we, we have an idea of who we are or, or, or uh, you know – what we're thinking. We can think about what we're thinking, which is very strange. And then we're also uh, connected to our, the earth, the planet, our life, our existence, our, our future, um, our present, our past. And so I want to think about, I want to ask you, I I sense uh, there's a huge transition 
again, the previous episodes, the, the language that's been forming is when we, when you move from high school to college, it's like things expand, everything kind of expands. Mm -hmm. Uh, And all of the, it's not that you have a, you know, it's not like something totally new has happened. Maybe that's true, but um, it's like all of the pieces get rearranged in a particular kind of way. The way I always, the way I always put it is like the first 18 years of life are like playing the demo of a video game and you could be good at it. You could be, or you could have a great time at it. But then when you get to college, you like buy the full video game. There's just so much more to it that you just had no idea. And while you understand like, oh, I know the basics of it. You really don't know what's going on. So there's so I'm many stealing that. That's great. No, I think, I don't even know where I read that. Honestly, that might be from Twitter. So shout out Twitter. Shout out Twitter. Uh, to it was Rich Homie Kwan. Okay, here we what? go. So, no, not really. Uh, who? So, talk. Which of those four? Um, and I and I've which of the yeah which of those four ha, is has probably changed the most for you? Hmm. I don't know if this one necessarily changed the most for me, but it's the one I think about the most is my relationship with my future. Um, yeah. Mostly because. Well done. I think I think it's because because I'm the huge like I'm a huge planner, I'm overly organized. I like I make sure everything's in line. I, when you're in a project, I keep people in check to make sure we're on the right timing of everything. Like I like planning stuff. I mean, I mean Cole has probably endless stories, but like I will make lists on my phone of stuff I got to do today, just because it helps me organize stuff out. And it's not like do this homework assignment or um, well, it is like that, but it starts out with not even kidding, wake up, eat breakfast, shower, brush my teeth, like very like stuff you obviously do, but I just have to see it like to like organize it. So for me, track it, track it or it didn't happen. Exactly. So I'm like, I have to, um, I have to organize stuff. So I got, you got to plan your future, which as anyone ever who is above the age of 20 will tell you, you can't do that. (laughs) You can't just, plan my entire future until what retirement just off the like drop of a couple like write down a couple sentences like all right i'm good oh my goodness no i wanted to coming out of high school i wanted to plan everything and high school is different because you have a schedule um but college classes are at different times uh, depending on the day or a practice if you do a sport or like a club or something it's not right after school it's later in the evening on Tuesday and Friday or whatever like it's different so it's hard for me it was harder for me to plan stuff and then as I got to there like as I got later down the line like trying to find a job or an internship I realized like I can't plan anything I can't like all right this is what I want to do and while that did give me a little bit of stress at the time I think I kind of grew into it and Mm -hmm. it's what I talked about earlier it's like all right like I'm obviously if we plan that trip to Texas I probably not felt better, but like it would have been a different me in a sense. But even at that, like I was able to just drop what I was doing and go. And it was a blast because like yeah. you just don't know what's going to happen. Like I could like if I wake up tomorrow and something crazy happens, you like you kind of just got to know that's probably won't. But it could. And so you just got to always like every time I go to bed, I think about it. I'm like because I'm also the overthinker. I lay in bed forever. What do you mean the late night texts? Hey Cole. So oh, I'm thinking goodness. about this. <laughs> stuff I think about <laughs> funny or as clever. I like write it down and do it. 
but I don't yeah. like like I, I think I made like three TikToks last night because I thought they were hilarious. I looked at them this morning, stupid, just not funny. But for whatever reason, I was like, oh, the gears are all turning at like. Oh man, I'm the same way. At night, I'm so create. I think I'm so creative, and then I get up the next day, I'm like, what? Why would I ever want to do that idea? Exactly. But anyway, getting back to the point, like because I was because I'm so organized or try to plan stuff, I was anxious coming to college. Like I don't know if I can plan stuff. I don't know what's going to be different. Um. But ultimately, I think I learned – like you need to learn that like you can't plan everything and that's okay because if you're able to adapt in a sense and like – not like on the fly but like if someone says, hey, we, we didn't do this part of this assignment or hey, would you like to come do this? You have to think, okay, I got to rearrange stuff around. Like right. oh, I was going to eat dinner then but actually I'm not. I was going to go work out. I was going to like go get coffee with a friend but now – I'll see if I can squeeze that in. Like you just got to be able to like fit that stuff kind of in. And then in the long term, like obviously you tried, you, I, I actually have a job after graduation, which is crazy to think I'll be actually making big boy money. But uh, <laughs> like when you're doing all that job stuff, it's a pain in the butt to apply to internships or like fill out your resume, make sure you have everything down, try to get rec letters from older people. And then you put all your effort out there and like you just put all the applications and then you just wait and it sucks. But you're just like, you know what? I did everything I could. One extra phone call isn't going to make a difference. They will let you know when they let you know because they have they have their own schedule. So don't yeah. don't fret. Point being is don't fret about it for days on end. Like if they haven't called me back. What do I do? They'll they'll get to you. Just yeah, give it some time. So I don't know if that's impacted me necessarily the most, but I think about it the most because I am yeah overly organized person yeah i i always i have this story in my head as you were talking i remember the day you saw ferris bueller's day off mm-hmm. and it was like this moment for you in high school that you were like this is one the greatest movie i've ever seen oh yeah <laughs> but two, but two there was a, a, a almost a conscious choice of like i'm gonna start i'm going to start expanding out from planning to a little bit of chaos in my life, a little yeah. bit of, of adventure and a little oh, bit man. of, and like, I felt like that was a big turning point. Am I, was I wrong about that? Uh, was that the youth retreat? What? No, 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 no. You, you just came into my office and you sat down and you're like, have you seen Ferris Bueller's day off? And I'm like, yeah. And I, and you said, <laughs> I saw it and I loved it. And you talked about it for a good 10 minutes. And I'm I like, wow. This- no. Yeah. It's weird. No, the, the youth retreat one was dead poet society. That's the, was that's the one I thought it was. Carpe I, mean, I remember that, but I thought we watched two movies. I couldn't remember. Yeah, the other Not, one. I don't remember the other one. I agree so much with that little bit of chaos thing. Oh my god! And that's yeah. usually me now. Whenever I, this is a good example for everyone who plays video games right now. Um, I'm always the kid who like plays the objective, but also not really. Like in Call yep. of Duty, I'm trying to win. Um, I'm running around with a pistol like making up the story in my head that I'm a secret agent and like going around corner to the corner, which if you ever play call of duty, don't do that. Like that's just not how you play it. And I'm, you kind of go gun ho, like trying to run, do whatever, but I'm just making up, like making stupid jokes along the way. I'm talking to my friends on the mic, like whispering the entire time. Like they can, like just for no reason. And they're getting Mm -hmm. pissed off because they want to win. And I'm just messing around. But ultimately like I have so much more fun and I will make, I'll finally make that joke or I'll die usually. And um, everyone laughs or whatever. And it makes it more fun because it's like, all right, it's not the same thing over and over and over. Yes. 
That's funny. Yeah. Okay. So I want to ask you, um, uh, probably just one more question actually, cause we're, we're getting down to 30 minutes here. I, was supposed to, I don't know well, how long this is. No, we're, I usually try to go about 30 minutes. So that's just been great. You've been wonderful. Um, for, I remember there was a, there was a moment early on in school where there was a kind of, um, you, you realize, maybe I'm wrong about this, but you realize that going to redemption and being a Christian at, you know, at redemption, Mm -hmm. uh, you kind of came in touch with a different world of Christianity. Yeah. Oh, talk, talk about that a little bit. And like, what, how did you navigate through that? Um, it's, it's weird. I think I kind of realized this, but like, I mean, one, I've gone to redemption for my, like almost my entire life, like, as, almost as long as I can remember. My parents were there when it kind of started when it was K-10 in the, in Olathe Northwest and up until it is now. Like I've grown up with this group of people and it's, I think a big thing is kind of like that idea of like, not like a fan. Well, I guess it is kind of like a family that, you know, a little bit of everyone. And so, like when you have, like when someone asks you, "Hey, how your day is?" or "What's going on?", um, like you know them, you've known them for like your whole life, and so you're also used to um, Tim Tim's um, sermons that are kind of. I mean, I went to Aquinas. I'm not Catholic. Um, Catholic sermons they don't really joke around. They don't make like a funny introduction or anything. They kind of get to yeah. the straight to the point. Very from the Bible, from this, this old story. Tim will make a joke about what's going on in like social media or the news. And it's like, that's funny or like relevant or related to a sh- like popular TV show or something. Yeah. And um, I think I got so used to that. I'm like, Oh, this is like the way Christianity was like, that's, that's, it's a much more enjoyable um, way to do things. And when you get to, when I got to college, I realized I'm a very small percentage of people who under like had that kind of world. And so it was, Initially, it was hard for me to find even like a church at K State, just because I was so used to like redemption. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I remember, I remember going to this church, um, and it was a good church. They just did things a little bit differently. There was five or six sermons throughout the day. There was sermons on Saturday as well. It was a non-denominational church, but I was just like, I don't know. I didn't really feel like this. It was one of the first times I went to a church. That I knew like almost no one, and I felt so out of it. Like I felt like a total yeah. stranger. Which is weird to be like, oh, I'm a, I'm a Christian going to church and feeling like a stranger, but like, yeah, that is weird. That was, that was it, and I couldn't find like a core like church, and it was it was tough for me. And then I later found out like, I get it's not really a church, but like there was a religious um, club at K State I went to that had a very much more like redemption y kind of vibe and more someone more of my friends went, and so I ultimately went to that more. Then I even went to church in college um, just because I felt more at home and I felt more like you're more, saying it's probably more of the, it was more of the, just the community that like the closest. Yeah, absolutely. The community. Cause I think, I think for, at least for me, like if I don't feel comfortable, um, it's hard for me to pay attention or to learn. Cause I, then I'll be that kid. I'll get anxious. Like, Oh, oh like if, I don't want to make a scene. I don't want these people to look at me. And so, so, I mean, I, I know you think like this, so like what structurally was the church, what, what was it that was keeping you from feeling close at the other churches? Um, Like what, what was going on that you're like, well, the way this is organized or what, whatever's happening here, I could not, it didn't feel like a community as opposed to this other group that I found that I felt close to. Um, 
there's a couple things. There's actually there's another um, church or like a religious club that I'll talk about um, real quick that I didn't really enjoy, but they they kind of reach out to people. They like try to, in a sense, like bring in freshmen to like it almost felt like a pyramid scheme. Or I mean, it's sad to say, but like a cult. They're just trying to get you in and do this stuff. And while they're like, it was a good group of people and like they're friendly. But when they talked about Christian stuff, they didn't really line up with some of the stuff I did. They were very strict about a couple things, like no drinking, no dating in college. Do that, like these, do these three things, and you'll get into heaven. They made it sound like God was like looking down at you with like a checklist, and if you didn't check it off, He doesn't care. Which I'm yeah. pretty sure that's not how, at least for my whole life, it's not how God works. So yeah. hearing I that, love that, that I love that that didn't jive with you. I know. And it took me a while because I really did like the people that were in there. Like there were some of my, some of my good friends now, but like, I just couldn't go to church or talk about that kind of stuff with them. And it took it, this, I almost was like all in. They wanted you to do the summer thing, like pay money to go down somewhere and spend your whole summer um, working on this, like with them or pretty much soliciting, which I didn't realize until they don't put it that way. But like from what people describe who have been there, it's soliciting like on those <laughs> And I was like, I mean, I guess I felt weird about it, but they were such my close friends. I was like, I guess I'll think about it. I came home and talked to my parents about it. And they're like, I mean, you can go if you want, but like, it sounds kind of, it sounds like you don't really like it. And I'm like, yeah, I don't, I just need someone. I just need someone else to like say that to me. Yeah. Having someone like, obviously like my parents who know me the best. They're like, yeah, like, I mean, you can go if you want to try it out. I'm not going to say no. I, I love that your impression. I love that your impression of the, of your parents during that time is pretty chill. Like you can go if you want to. Oh my goodness. My, my parents. Cause on up. the flip side, Lucas, I have to tell you. Nah. They, were, they, they were not chill. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah. were calling me like, what is this? What is yeah. going on? And I'm like, Every I don't know. I, have no idea. I remember thinking like, Oh, I think I knew the answer. I just couldn't get myself to get to the, to say it. Yeah, sure. Oh and yeah. 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 The worst part about yeah. it is I come back to college after that conversation. And I tell them, Hey, I don't think I'm going to go um yeah to this thing but i still wanted to like do like do like the bible study or whatever they totally cut me out like it was like i was a market like i was like they were trying to buy like invest in me the second they realized i wasn't all in they like stopped talking to me i stopped getting texts to go to bible studies or hangouts or little stuff like that and i was kind of like that sucks and that yeah. is also not how christianity works and so that and that's one of the biggest groups at k-state like biggest religious groups and so oh, yeah. I'm like, dude, that's not it. That's not the way that should work. Yeah. Um, so there was that first. Then I went to the church that I couldn't just really get myself. Like, there, I didn't know people. I mean, there were like people would be friendly at the door, but like I'd sit by myself. It was hard to like meet people. There wasn't really like a time outside of church to like meet others or whatever. So I didn't really feel that sense of community. So when I'd wake up in the morning, I'm like, Do I really want to go. Like, I know I should sure. go. Yeah. It took and then it took till like about sophomore, late sophomore year or junior year. I found that um, other religious organization club that I liked a lot more. There was more of my friends who apparently were going. They want like if you could go, awesome. If you couldn't go, like they understand college is busy because it is. It was like on a Thursday night, um, and I it was that was a lot more. That was fantastic for me um, because I couldn't necessarily find a church, but at least in a sense, like I, like I could get my like a little bit a week just to put in put a little effort into god because i wanted to i just didn't know the best way to do it yeah so that finally was helpful and then ultimately in quarantine like everything shut down so i've been like hopping yeah. on the online sermon with tim which is also so pretty weird i mean it is weird but like it's weird to like like when i saw the read like me doing the reading what this that was last, great 
Um, did you watch the other video? Oh, I was 10, uh, 10 seconds. I was like about to click to upload that version because I um, thought it would be funny. And then I was like, nah, I better not. Yeah. If you don't know, I did the reading. One of them that was totally fine, just like read it and had my phone camera uh, propped up so we could look at it. The first time I did it, I read the entire thing and I was not, no, I never looked up at my phone. I was not noticing that it was slowly slipping i mean just slowly sliding at the end of it you could only see like the very like maybe chin up of my head so i was like finally i'm done it was a long pass i'd look at it you can only see me and you just hear me go are you freaking cute like i was just like oh my god the best part was it was such a long text and so like you read this a long 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 text and then at the end that feeling of like i have to do this whole thing again because my stupid phone slid that's Mm -hmm. so annoying oh my goodness insane all right so lucas let's wrap this up thank you for talking i i appreciate it uh, i'm grateful for you i love you i'm proud of you i'm glad that you uh had an incredible time in college i hope that your post-college life is is good as well and i have said this before i think that other than obviously the sickness look i mean that's that's a thing um mm-hmm. the coronavirus has affected i think your your age group you know, 20 18 to 25 yeah. probably more than any other group. I think it's been, it's got to be super disorienting. I'm really glad you have a job. Like, that's really cool. Oh my goodness. I'm yeah. ecstatic. <laughs> yeah, that, that is really great. And, but you know, I, I, uh, I, I just, uh, I, I'm, I'm pretty mindful of you guys. I think about mm-hmm. your group, your group a lot and um, I hope things are going well. So, yeah. I mean, it's hard. I feel, I feel the most bad because my sister, obviously Sophia, the senior in high school. So we're both kind of like getting the short end of the stick. Yep. Um, and call it, I mean, yeah, it stinks because I can't be with, like, there's like one or two events that I can't really go back and do, but ultimately I can go back to college and I have friends who are younger. I can go back to college and visit them and do whatever activity I wanted to do. Like I can do that. I think I prepare yourself, prepare I, yourself. I this is weird. This I is a weird I, thing. I think going I, back to your college town after you graduate, right. That's a very, that's a weird feeling. Yeah. I've heard, I've heard that, but I'm also like excited. I mean, we got a good football team, so I'm going to go back and watch this. Well, that's what happens. You just hang out in the parking lot at the football stadium. Yeah, it's perfect. There's nothing. It's perfect. There. It is. We got we got our feet on the ground actually. But um, yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to be back. I'll actually be around Redemption much more because I'll be at home for a while. I, awesome. So I'll be that's around. Great. If anyone ever listens to this and wants to talk either about what I've said, you want help on engineering, math, or science. Or you just want a weird conversation because my mind is thinking about a hundred things at once every second of the day. Um, go for it. Find me. I'm the kid in glasses. All right. Sweet. Thanks, Lucas. Awesome. Thank you, Cole.